Hey, everybody, and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver. I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Is anyone else a chaotic mess today, or is it just me? (laughs) Uh, It's it's mostly just you, I think. I don't know. It hasn't been here, but some guy just hit me on his motorcycle, hit my car in the Fred Meyer parking lot. Because he was looking at a Volkswagen Beetle. I honked at him. He still rammed us on the side of the car with his front tire. That is so scary for multiple reasons. I mean, motorcycle on car doesn't usually go well. No, it was pretty slow speed situation because we saw it coming and we're trying to get away from him. Um, You know, but he dented my car and kind of screwed up the trim. And I'm like, And then he's like, oh, (laughs) sorry about that. He said, kind of funny if you think about it. I'm like, not to me. Give me your insurance card right now. I'm like, yeah, this is not funny funny. at all. So anyway, yeah, that only happened like half an hour ago. So my my wheels are still turning. I haven't even had a chance to report it to his insurance or anything. Good Lord. I almost called the police. I didn't because it's just minor, but I was like. I think some, you ought to get a ticket, you dumbass. <laughs> it was a private parking lot, though, so we probably wouldn't. But Well, that's what he said. I don't know Lord. the cops really do anything. I'm like, really? Well, you're just driving across a parking lot, not even in an aisle, ramming cars. Maybe they should, I don't know, breathalyze you? <laughs> oh, sorry. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah, I just, yeah, definitely had a couple of moments there. Well, I'm glad everyone's okay, and wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did, he didn't even fall off his bike or anything. His bike didn't even tip over, but still, it's not yeah. exactly what you expect to happen. No, <laughs> definitely no. I do not have a Volkswagen Beetle. No, I used to, but no, he, it? it was some other car. He's just gazing at it, driving along in a parking lot on a motorcycle. <laughs> he told me, I better be more careful about this because uh put me in the hospital for 12 days last year. I'm like, you should probably stop driving that bike, dummy. Maybe you're not. Not everyone's a candidate for motorcycles. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I got pictures of everything, including his dumb motorcycle. And I will be making a report to the insurance. Don't you worry. Well, yeah. Oh, most definitely. Yes. But. Yeah. Good Lord, I'm surprised this insurance agency is, right. you know, still insuring him. Are they going to be like, this guy again? Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. No one is harmed. We're all fine. Fran's like, yes. 10 deep breaths. Right. I think I need like 25, <laughs> possibly. It's kind of funny <sighs> if you think about it. What the hell? <laughs> it was just so shocking because we watched it happen and I'm honking and Ron's just like, what the hell? And then, boom, he hits the car. Wow. Julie Bean said, can we give my big sissy Lynn some birthday love? Happy birthday, Lynn. Happy birthday, Lynn. How fun. I hope you're having a better day than Christy. Yes. (laughs) Better day. You know, I actually was having a really good day. I'll show you why. You know, you probably know if you listen to us that I I drive part-time for Amazon Flex um, Mm -hmm. delivery. And I pulled into this farmhouse today and, oh shoot, hang on. I'll tell the story as I send it to myself because I forgot to put, I didn't send it to myself. Um, <laughs> I, you know, if you, if you know what peacocks sound like, then, you know, like it's one of those things oh, yeah. that if you've heard it, you, you, you know, it's coming. And so I was hearing all of these peacocks and they're so loud Mm-hmm. And I pulled like around a corner up to this house and this gorgeous guy, hang on, let me download it so I can show it to you. This gorgeous guy was just sitting on a fence post. He never even moved. I pulled my car like right up to him to deliver the package. And he was just chilling. And he was just chilling. He never even moved, I but he was it. walking. Um, oh, isn't he beautiful? Not, none of them were fanned out. There, it, mm-hmm. As I drove by after I delivered the package, there were uh, peahens all over. Um, and there were several wow. other male peacocks, too, in this yard. These people must raise them. 
but he was such a pretty guy. I'm wildly jealous. I know. I oh, was books. Yeah. Well, you're there to do a job and you know, so I didn't want to stay very long and be weird, but mm -hmm. I, have, I gotta get a picture of that. Definitely. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And I didn't get a picture of this and I wish I had. I drove by an elk farm that had like six albino elk. Oh yeah. Beautiful. Although what are mm -hmm. they raising albino elk? I'll tell you, but you won't like it. I know. It's cantons. It's gross. cantons. People pay a ton of money to shoot the white elk. They're not actually albino. They're white. The uh, Yeah, they are. Yeah, they're white. And they obviously they're raising them because there were like six of them, but they were so pretty. I went by too quickly. I need to realize that when I see cool stuff, I need to stop and take the take pictures because I'm doing a lot of delivery way out in the country. Um, a, a while back, I delivered to a house that had the whole backyard was full of deer. Mm -hmm. I did get a couple of pictures of that. Like, um, you know, it's just really fun. I see a lot of neat things. Oh yeah. And, and I a lot of really nice dogs too. Nice. I love it. I know. It. I've never had a mean dog. That's so good. No, I think that's good. Yeah. Well, it's so funny because I also had pulled up pictures of birds to share. I guess uh, oh, we're yes. just bird brains today. I but, think uh, so. One of the, the crows that I feed is always visiting my feeder and hollering at me in the mornings and stuff. Uh, she was running around across the street in the neighbor's yard today and I got some really cute pictures of her. She's so pretty. Look at her. Aww. Isn't she beautiful? Yes. Oh, I love the crows in your yard. They're so cool. I know. Me too. I'm just in love with them. That's not my yard, but oh. I probably have that many dandelions too because... Oh, me too. Well, we, we let them go. Yeah, it's too. Not in the backyard because the pigs eat them. They keep them totally mowed down in the backyard, but I always have a bunch in the front yard and I just don't care. Right? I know we, we do it on purpose. I know that our neighbors are not happy, but our next door neighbor, like she sweeps her front lawn. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, for, for real reasons. <laughs> it's, it's one of those kind of neighbors where you're like, mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm sure she thinks we're awful because we, we allow our dandelions to grow and we don't put any chemicals on our yard or anything. Yeah, I know. Us either. Yeah. Yeah, she sweeps her lawn. I know. It's weird. She'll go. She has this tree with the longest pine needles I've ever seen in my whole life. And most of them end up in my driveway, actually. Uh, but the ones that land on her lawn, she sweeps them up. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I, I would feel sorry for you, but I lived across the street from our grandma. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yes, you did. And one day, these lawn sprayer people knock on my door. And they said, they're here to spray my morning glory. And I was like, nope. No, I didn't call anybody. <laughs> they were like, oh, well, um, he looks at his invoice and he's like, it's all paid for. And I said, I, I definitely didn't call anybody. And he finally gets kind of sheepish and he says, well, it's actually um, that this lady across the street paid for it. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? What? <laughs> So I said, no, you're not spraying any of that stuff on my yard. And he's like, but it's paid for. And I'm like, I don't care. Right. Like, doesn't matter. So I walk over there and I'm like, what are you doing? You're paying people to come spray my yard? And she got all pissed off and said, your morning glories are infecting my yard. <laughs> I was like, what? The Oh, well, I said, we're not spraying that. I had a daycare at the time and I had my little kids and my dogs. And I'm like, I'm not spraying stuff on my yard for all these kids and dogs to be rolling around in. But anyway, I've always died about that. What else do you think she did to me that I didn't know about? Right? <laughs> probably Maybe she just stuff. waited till you weren't home and they did it while you were away. You probably so. Yeah. Well, the true green Kemlon people come to my door every summer, and I have genuinely wondered if my next door neighbor is sending them. <laughs> because we tell them no every time. We don't do chemicals on our lawn, but they always come, and I'm always like, hmm, hmm. I wonder who sent you. Between you guys and the missionaries. Right? <laughs> Morning glories are flowers. Uh, so she was a farmer, and had who you know was was old and had moved to town and 
by us and um which was wonderful actually but uh she hated the morning glories up there they were an invasive species on the farm and so when she got here and we only had them like at the edge of our property against the road and she did too mm-hmm. but she was doing battle with those morning glories because she hated them little did she know i had planted a bunch of them in our backyard to climb the dog pen thing (laughs) oh dead meat with grandma over that one i did it on purpose yeah (laughs) i love morning glories too but yeah she me too i was like grandma you're not a farmer anymore like you can like them now you can just have morning glories apparently no yeah when i was on vacation i know i've always wondered what else yeah. did she do? Mm-hmm. A scheming old lady. She would. But <laughs> she, would. <laughs> she totally would. Well, let's get into it. We have a ton of stuff to cover. Big news, guys. Yeah, In lots a bunch of, of stuff. ways. Yes. So, obviously, Lori F. Vallow. Okay, mm-hmm. I know that's not her middle name, but it's kind of a going joke in our family. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the SOS list. If you haven't heard of that, that's our fight on site list. Yes. Which would never actually happen because we're old and fat. But (laughs) we're we're not actually fighters. But no. However, (laughs) um, if if you really want to talk about, you know, who's on our list, she's number one today, this week for sure. Yes. Yeah. And always. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think she ever rolls off. That's for sure. I just this afternoon listened to Nate's uh, Nate Eaton's interview with a juror. Yes. Oh my gosh, with that was so good. So good. So interesting. A couple of things that jumped out to me. Um, his hardest conviction was was Tylee. Yeah. You know, and that has that was my hardest one too. That's mm-hmm. the one I kept going. Oh, surely we'll get JJ with the hair. That's going to get us there. But Tylee, are we going to get Tylee? His right. hardest one was. Tylee, um, but he got there with uh, other mm-hmm. jurors, you know, talking him through some of the stuff he didn't uh, maybe understand or catch. But there were two other jurors whose biggest holdout was Tammy. He really? said that was the hardest job was convicting Tammy, her for Tammy's mm-hmm. death. Uh, that was the one that they struggled with the most. Well, Pretty you interesting. Because it's conspiracy. So she didn't have to do anything to make her die other than be in the agreement with the other people. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So interesting stuff. Uh, he said that he was really surprised and disappointed that there wasn't more from the defense. He said he figured that when the state rested, that there was probably another week of testimony from the defense. And then when they rested, he couldn't believe it. Well, the defense had alluded several times to things that were going to be happening. Yeah in defense and so i don't think that that decision was totally made yeah you know that 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 was that kind of happened as things changed at the end Mm -hmm. because they had several times said well we you know we may recall this witness for Mm -hmm. the defense and some stuff like that that then they didn't do anything Mm -hmm. yeah yeah the hair he said that they saw the the hair hair. very circumstantial yeah that Mm -hmm. they weren't convinced by the hair at all yeah he said it really was in the text messages but he did also it. say that he thought it was weird that the defense didn't have anything to say yeah. about the hair. About the hair. Yeah. Yes. I know. Really interesting. This guy has been on three juries in the last eight years. Yeah. Three. <laughs> was with him. Halo yeah. says it's National Idaho Day. I had no idea. Well. I should have been celebrating have all day. Idaho. That's our state song. Mm-hmm. Something, something, something her way to fame. That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dumb Everyone song. eat a baked potato for dinner, please. There you go. That's there how you go. can honor us. Eat yes. a potato. Eat a potato. Uh, <laughs> pretty fun. Anyhow, that, so that's interesting. A couple of other jurors have spoken to other people as well. I honestly haven't watched them all yet. Uh, there's just not always, a, you know, enough hours in the day. But... Uh, Interesting stuff. Definitely worth checking out. Professional juror sounds like a fun job. It would be interesting, wouldn't it, Amy? Wow. He thought he was going to get struck because he'd been a juror too often. Mm-hmm. But he's mm-hmm. he's a very measured, thoughtful person, mm-hmm. obviously, from just the yeah. way that he talks. And so, obviously, you know, he's clearly a person who could hear the whole story out before he made a decision. Yeah. I would be terrible yep. in that job. 
look at Phyllis and Paula. They both had a baked potato for dinner. These two I'm are doing so their work. I mean, Paula <laughs> lives in Idaho, so good good on you. Mm. Uh. <laughs> I'm back on a soft foods diet again. So oh. I think a baked potato for dinner for me is probably... Perfect. I had mashed potatoes for lunch, so... <laughs> That's oh, probably what I'll it. do too. I know. Damn it. Stupid jaw. But whatever. Whatever. You know, there mm -hmm. are worse things. Anyway, uh, so there's that. And then, of course, the biggest news are the indictments. Dun, dun, now, dun. Justin Lum broke this yesterday, and News Nation promptly stole it from him and reported it as if it was absolutely their own. It wasn't. Ashley Banfield, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Absolutely. Honestly, you should be ashamed of yourself. You don't, you know nothing if you haven't been following Justin Lum from day one. Come on. Nothing. I, I don't, I'm not a big Banfield fan anyway, but after this, seriously, get some oh. journalistic integrity right, right this damn minute. But well, they also said that the indictment came out yesterday, which is not true. No, the indictment came out last year. Yeah. Last year. It's really interesting. So this was a grand jury indictment that came out uh, to indict Lori Vallow <laughs> with the intent to murder Brandon Boudreaux. Yes. Now we knew, we knew that there was going to be charges brought up on Charles because we had received that in uh, very good faith from someone who would know. Uh, what we didn't know is whether they'd really move forward with it where she has already gotten you know, likely, well, she's not sentenced yet, but likely she's going to spend all of her, the rest of her life in prison. So there was a question about, are they going to actually, like, go through the, the steps? Yeah, they are. So what uh, they're saying in California, or California, in Arizona, is that they are just waiting for sentencing, and then they will immediately file for extradition. Yeah. And they are going to try her for Charles's murder. Mm -hmm. uh, for conspiracy and for Brandon's murder or attempted murder. So does that mean she was driving the Jeep, you guys? This was is the she? Question. Was Lori behind the wheel at the time of Brandon's shooting? Because someone else was driving. He was not in that car alone. And we've been asking this question all along. Who the hell was driving the Jeep? Who? Yeah. There is not an indictment for Melanie, as far as we know, on Brandon. No, not that we know of, but I again, mean, there? This, yes, but this was a grand jury but for Lori. There is yep. this was a grand jury uh, indictment from last year that was has been sealed until today. Yeah, they were waiting so, for this trial to be over. Mm -hmm. But this is what it looks like. It is conspiracy to commit first degree murder, a class one felony. So was she driving the Jeep? It really makes me wonder. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least we know that she helped plan that. But yeah, yeah, was she the one driving? I mean, it would make sense that she would be the one driving. It would. And see, that was the thing. I thought she maybe was elsewhere on that day. But now going back through the timeline, I can't see anything that gives yeah. us any indication of where she was that day. Yeah. They were kind of, you know, they talked about Brandon shooting. I felt like there were things withheld on Brandon's mm -hmm. shooting in her trial. Now, obviously, yeah. some of that is because she hasn't been convicted of that. Yeah. However, I had wondered if they were holding a few things back, like her location, her cell phone data, uh, you know, some of the text messages about that specific incident yeah. because they knew that this indictment would come down. Yeah. Yep. Cell phone data would probably will tell who's driving. Yeah. Right. Except Wish for she's that? been pretty good about keeping her location off but yeah. unlike alex but dummy. surely surely there were some cctv cameras in the area that might have caught a glimpse of who was driving that jeep i don't know right they had video from the highway that told them where alex was so alex the reason they knew alex was here was that it was uh, license plate scanners that had picked up the Jeep here. But yeah, where, where yeah. was Lori that day? And, and it, all along, even like two days ago, I was, we were still brainstorming about this and visiting with our Aunt Sue about it. 
And I said, the thing that is still really in my craw is who was driving the Jeep. Right. And then this indictment comes out and we're like, oh. And now we know. Maybe so. Maybe so. Pretty interesting stuff. Yeah. And you're right, Paula. Arizona is working hard because they screwed up so big with Charles. Mm -hmm. Literally could have prevented these other murders and attempted murders and whatever Alex's death is, they could have prevented all of that had they tried, I don't know, even a little bit on Charles' case. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right, ring doorbell. They, there's ring video. We know there is. Yeah. So. So maybe she's shown there and we just don't know it yet. Yeah. Yep. So the indictment said that Lori and her late brother Alex Cox agreed that at least one of them or another would engage in conduct constituting the offense of first-degree premeditated murder. Yeah. Isn't that People, something? Brandon is so lucky that Alex is such a shit shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe Charles would disagree, but, you know, yeah, for but... anything that wasn't point blank, he was useless. Yeah. Thank heavens. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Willie Nelson and Pippi Longstocking should object to Lori's new hairstyle, right? Poor yeah. Willie. He just celebrated his 90th birthday. Yeah. And he has to be compared to this sow. I know. Not cool. Anyway, so that's what's new. I mean, these two indictments are out there, and she is definitely going to be standing accountable for those. So, yay. So, of course, the, the other huge question is, how is Melanie not charged? Or when is Melanie going to be charged? Right. right. The only people that had Brandon's new address, the only people were Melanie and a couple of friends that helped him move. Yeah. So, so and we where... know that Alex Googled that address the night before and the day of. We don't know what the result of that Google was, if it actually brought up the correct address or not, though. Yeah, you know? it was the correct address. It was, was it? it was that address. Yeah, he was just oh. looking for instruction. Well, uh, but he did a Google. Oh, I see what you're saying. I Google see Maps. Saying. Yeah. You're right. I thought he did. Uh, I misunderstood that. I thought he did a Google search for Brandon Boudreaux's address. No, he searched no, no. that address in Google Maps to get yes, there. Yes, that, that physical address. Yeah. So... Melanie had to have given them Brandon's address. She had to have. Right. Where else would they have gotten it? Yeah. And also, Melanie would have known that Brandon had her kids. So how likely is it that they, she also had given them his timetable? How else would they have known to be sitting outside of his house waiting? Right. She probably knew exactly what his schedule was. He dropped right. those kids off there. Hell, we don't know. He might have even told her that he was headed to the gym. Right. Or maybe he was dressed to go to the gym. We don't know. But what we do know is that they were sitting out there waiting for him as if they knew he was going to be there. Yeah. It had to have been Melanie. It had to have. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Right. Did she not care that her kids were there? Or did she, was she in contact with them? This is my question about phone calls and text messages between Lori, Alex, and Melanie at yeah. the time that this happened is, was she in contact with them about when he left the house, when he dropped the kids off at her? Were they coordinating here? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. When, what was the order of all of those things? Mm -hmm. When did all of that occur? Yep. But it's true. Two of her kids were dark. So maybe she didn't care. We'll find out. I'm really, really interested to see what happens here. So big I, I am too, but it's just good news. Like just keep yeah. laying it on. Let's make sure this bitch never gets out. We got the bitch. I can't get over that. <laughs> in that, in that presser at the end after the, after the verdict, that just is right. like the best. That guy just represented all of us in yes. that moment. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Melody is a weasel. I agree. 
Mm-hmm. Straight up weasel. Yep. And for everyone's viewing pleasure, since we're all talking about it, here mm-hmm. is the absolutely horrible mm-hmm. mugshot. What we know is orange is not Lori's color. I really, really hope that when they bring her in for sentencing, that she looks just like this. She will. Usually don't they they'll... don't get street clothes for sentencing. for sentencing. Yeah. No, she's already convicted. Mm-hmm. And how is she being treated in that jail now that she's not a, a, a um, right? Not a suspect she, anymore. She's yes, a convicted she is a killer, convicted child murderer. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking not good. I really doubt it. Yeah. Well, we know she's on suicide watch, and she will be for her duration there. Uh, but. I don't know. Kind of waiting to hear if there's any other differences that are going on there or not. It's just uh, status quo. I'll tell you, my other big question is, is she going to stay on her meds? Right? She doesn't have to. She doesn't. By the time she gets sentenced, she could be bonkers. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, because she does not have to. No. No, she doesn't. And I, I've seen a lot of questions about this online again, about if she's going to be force medicated. No, she won't. Mm-mm. They don't care Not now. What they wanted prison. was, no. yeah, they, they wanted her to be competent to stand trial. Mm-hmm. They don't force medicate prisoners very often. The only no. time they do is if they are a risk to harm or themselves or others. If they're hurting other people, if they're, you know, destructive, mm-hmm. like that kind of stuff, if they're dangerous, they will. But other sure. than that, I mean, force medicating adults is not an easy thing to do. I mean, that's a huge yeah. civil rights violation. They're not going to do it. Unless she starts hurting herself or hurting other people, they're not going to do it. Mm -mm. Do we know if JJ and Tylee's uh, remains have been released for burial? Not that we're aware of. Mm -mm. Uh, I I, I would really wish they would be. I really wish they would be. But they had been pretty clear all along that they weren't releasing them until both trials were finished. Now that they've been able to get uh, all their murder one convictions with the evidence they have, maybe. But uh, you never know when, uh, you know, Pryor wants his crack at the apple. So I don't know. Well, I I would imagine at least until that last DNA is actually processed, if he really does it, Mm -hmm. they won't want to, you know, take any chances. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Well, believe it or not, we have way more cases to talk about than just Daybell Valley. Right. So, Christy, do you want to talk to us about Kohlberger? Another bombshell. You guys, Brian Kohlberger has been indicted by the state of Idaho. Now, this is interesting because what we had been told, he is the man who is um, accused of the murders that a lot of people call the Idaho Four or the Moscow murders. So Moscow, Idaho. Uh, University of Idaho students. This is a picture of his hideous face. Um, We've been waiting. There was supposed to be a preliminary hearing at the end of June, which would be, you know, to prove to the judge that the prosecution has enough to convict him. Well, sneaky McSneakersons, instead of doing that, what they've been doing, and we, you know, first of all, grand juries are super secret. So we don't get to know about these things. Plus, this case has a gag order. So what what they've been doing is they have impaneled a uh, grand jury. Yep. And they have indicted him on all five counts. So he is accused uh, by the grand jury of Lataw County in Idaho by this indictment of the crimes of burglary, murder in the first degree, times four. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's see, that the defendant, Brian C. Koberger, on or about November 13th, 2022, uh, in Latok County, state of Idaho, unlawfully entered a residence located at 1122 King Road in Moscow with Mm -hmm. the intent to commit the felony crime of murder. Oh, that just kicked me out. Sorry. Let me, uh, (laughs) I lost my image. Let me get (laughs) the other part of it here. Wanted to read it out. Uh, Let's see. So... Count two, murder in the first degree, the defendant, Brian C. Koberger, uh, state of Idaho, blah, 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 willfully, unlawfully, deliberately, with premeditation, and with malice aforethought, kill and murder Madison Mogren, 
a human being by stabbing Madison Mogan from which she died. Uh, count three is uh, Kaylee Gon Gonsalves. Uh, count four is Zana Kernodal. And count five is Ethan Chapin. Uh -huh. I'm not sure what the burglary charges really are about. If they're about just entering the home or if they're accusing him of having taken something. That's never been clear all along. But right. what we do know is that the um, grand jury did uphold all of the charges. Yes. Everything that we, he was accused of. Yes. So uh, it's great news. Um, it uh -huh. means this can finally move toward trial, maybe a little quicker than what it has been going. You know, they're trying, they've tried to slow it down quite a bit. Koberger, I believe, did waive speedy. Well, I think he's going to. I'll say that. Uh -huh. He's not actually been indicted on these charges. That is happening tomorrow. Right. Because he's never been indicted yet up to this point. No. Uh, so they're indicting him tomorrow and we'll see. But I'm pretty sure they're going to waive speedy trial because there mm -hmm. have been several statements made by his attorneys that they need more time on everything. They're, mm -hmm. They keep repeatedly asking for discovery. And finally, the prosecutor's office came out with a notice that basically said, as soon as we get it, you'll get it. Like they keep requesting the same information over and over again that they don't have yet. Yeah. So we'll see, you know, and he's got two uh, death penalty certified public defenders on his case now. Mm -hmm. So we shall see what's going to happen. Um, you know, they tried the, the press tried to get the gag order um, dropped. Uh, that was completely unsuccessful. They've gone all the way to the Idaho Supreme court now that's not getting dropped. So nope. I don't know how much we're going to get to know up until trial. And then even at trial, we may be following people who are, who can physically be there. It's just way too far away for us to go. No. Yeah. So. No. Now we do know too, that they did uh, at their graduation at the university of Idaho mm -hmm. here this last weekend. Uh, my son or my kids, their roommate uh, was there. He was at their graduation and then came back to Boise and was telling us about it. And they uh, honored all four of those kids and mm -hmm. uh, awarded posthumous degrees or certificates to all of them. Yeah, that was cool. That was sweet. He said it was very emotional. It was really heavy. Yeah, but it's very cool that they did it. Yeah, yeah that is really cool. Oh, Fairy Magic says burglary is breaking and entering with the intent to commit a felony. Okay, so he didn't have to oh. take anything. That's been my question burglary. all along. And I was not sure yeah. about that. So that does make sense. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And maybe the, okay, so Fran says she thinks that the arraignment is on Monday. Maybe it is. I thought I read somewhere that it was tomorrow. But either way, yeah. that he's finally going to get arraigned on these yeah. charges. And I... Grand Perry has indicted him, so. I know, but it kind of sucks that there's not a pretrial. I know. Pretrials tell you a lot. Yeah, you get a, a pretty good view of the evidence and kind of of the direction this is all going to go. And so yeah. Grand Jury is great, except it's a bummer for that. Chad's pretrial gave us so much to go on. So, so much. much. Yeah. 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 So that's, uh, but yes, it's still, it's huge news though. So yeah, that's what's up there. Do you guys remember this fool here? Oh, that's oh. not a good picture. But this that is, is a very telling picture. All right. This is Zacharias Smith. Or Anderson, sorry, Zacharias Anderson. We talked about him a few months ago. He was on trial for murdering his ex's new boyfriend. And in this picture, he was signaling his daughter. His teenage daughter was on the stand testifying. And he was signaling her to be quiet. Remember this, fools? Oh, shit. Yeah. He was such an arrogant jerk. His lawyer acted like she was absolutely infatuated over the moon with him. It was very gross and concerning gross. the way she acted with him in court. Well, anyway, that jackass has finally been sentenced. Though there will be no daylight for him. He's been sentenced to life in prison. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Good, good. Mm -hmm. Jenny says, your Bass Web video just brought me to your channel. Welcome, Jenny. We're so glad. Great job. Some chick is planning to or has married him in prison. Oh, we know. <laughs> because that very chick 
attacked us till we had to block her from our channel, uh-huh. defending his dumbass. If you can, uh-huh. then she went after us on TikTok for a while. She sent uh-huh. us a few pretty uh, concerning emails. Yeah, she oh was all gosh. over us for a bit. <laughs> she was real unhinged. I was like, "What are you? What?" Last yeah. I saw of her on TikTok, her TikTok handle was Bass Webb's wife. Oh Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, I know there's lots of chicks going after Brian Coverty right now too, and that is the grossest thing I've ever heard. You betcha. Yeah. You know we're gonna hear that Lori Vallis is gonna be getting those love letters too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gross. Yeah. Who is married? Who some insane girl that uh, was wanted to be Bass Webb's wife? Apparently. Yeah. Remember Bass Webb with all the tattoos all over his head, and he's a real jackass. That video. <laughs> That video has drawn more interesting. Oh, we've had to block more people because of that video than anything we have ever put out. People defending that fool. Oh, yeah. Like just the other you... day. Just the other day, some guy commenting that Bass Webb is a hero for spitting on the judge and for uh, trying to run over the the guards and what? He is yeah. And Jenny says, oh, then I'm at the right channel. You guys are awesome. <laughs> glad Welcome, to hear Jenny. Glad to hear it. Welcome home, honey. Come in. <laughs> yes. You have found your spot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we don't do any of that bullshit. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, and Alec Murdoch is getting those letters, too. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? What? Oh, we've is got some Chad stuff getting about those him. Letters, guys? Is Chad? You bet he is. I'm going to need a vomit bucket before I find out. You bet he is. And, and that guy who was, you know, picketing out front of Lori about in front of the courthouse over at Ada, claiming that this was religious persecution against Lori. Yes. Don't tell we me have, he's not sending her some letters. You we know have he had is. a few of those comments in on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what are you? This is the guiltiest person I've ever seen in my life. What are you talking about? Yeah. Boy. Religious persecution that you cannot murder your children? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. That sounds like a very Idaho thing to say, unfortunately. It is, actually. Yep. Let's move on to Crystal F. Smith. Well, why don't we? So, <laughs> Everyone's F. gonna get it tonight. That Everyone's not, getting the She's F. also on the FOS list. I do Ooh. not feel sorry for her. Mm-hmm. She is Aiden Fucci's mother. Mm-hmm. And she took Aiden's blood-soaked jeans and washed him up real quick and hit him from the cops mm-hmm. after he brutally murdered a young girl. I yeah. just, like, what is the... I'm I'm a boy mom. If my kid came home covered in blood, mm-hmm. that would mm-hmm. not be my response. I'm sorry, but wh- I... what kind of a parent are you if you do not expect your children to be responsible for their actions, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So sickening. And she, so she pled uh, no contest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's getting, um, she's so, so basically her plea had been not guilty. So now no contest on evidence tampering. Mm-hmm. So she, Gets five years of probation. She has to serve 30 days in jail. She's already served one. So she has to serve 29 more days in jail. Mm-hmm. And then she will uh, then have five years of probation. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, you know, is guilty and has already been convicted as an adult. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully is not going to be seeing the light of day. He stabbed Tristan Bailey more than a hundred times. Can you imagine how much blood was on those, that kid's clothes? Yeah. And she just went, oh, I should probably wash these. She She had to have known that something terrible had happened. First of all, I would make sure he wasn't injured. And if he wasn't injured, then I'd be like, oh my God, whose blood is this? Mm -hmm. Because his clothes had to be literally soaked. In they had to have been in, in blood after that many stab wounds. Oh, yeah, had to have been. Yikes! Yep, horrifying. But at least she got that. His mom said she. I think she offered the only like victim statement, and she said that uh, she hopes that she thinks a little bit about her behavior while she misses Mother's Day with her children. Yeah, 
Well, they're all missing Mother's Day with their children this year because Aiden's in prison forever and poor yeah. Tristan is dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's so sad. I just, I cannot imagine in the moment that your idea immediately is to cover this up. Especially because Aiden is a really challenged, really difficult person. She had to know mm-hmm. that he had done something terrible. It had to like, I just can't. Oh, yeah. Had can't with this. It's like uh, Brian Laundry's parents. Like, what? Yeah. Ugh. Absolutely. God Absolutely. Knows. Yep. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> anybody remember this guy? how could we forget our dear friend nick aliverdian who we cannot wait till he shows up in a utah courtroom we are going to be there we are when he gets extradited we are absolutely going to be in utah for this yeah i will make that drive yes the faker yes the faker yeah (laughs) you see that fake oxygen mask that is not Uh, connected to anything yeah Mm -hmm. so really interesting article came out about Nick that gave us a little bit more information and it's actually his original victim. Oh, her name is Mary. I'm not going to say her last name because she is a victim of sexual assault. However, this info is coming from her YouTube. She has decided to speak out. Good for her. She said, this is her YouTube or me too moment. So good for you, Mary. She was sexually abused by Nick who at the time went by Nicholas Rossi. He has so many names. And two times he sued her. After she spoke out about him sexually assaulting her, he sued her first for destroying his reputation. He lost. And then after she talked about what he had done uh, to her on Facebook, he sued her again. Yeah. And this was just because she announced that he was on the sex offender registry. Which and is public knowledge. Yeah. That's not private information. Yep. So for posting about him on Facebook and for saying he was on the sex offender registry, that got her sued two times by him and drug into court. Oh my gosh. And both times. What a creep. He lost. But she's pointing out a really interesting fact. Without Mary, he would have never been caught for any of his other crimes because it was because of her that his DNA ended up in the system. And see, when he sexually assaulted her, he had already sexually assaulted some women in Utah. And because of the years before, but because her, because of her case, his uh, DNA ended up in the system, which eventually ended up getting matched to the DNA of the women who had been sexually assaulted in Utah. And that's kind of how it all came together. So okay. Mary, you're a rock star and I yes, am beyond are. sorry for what happened to you. You yeah. never deserved that. Nick is an enormous piece of shit, but good on you for speaking yeah, up, absolutely. for using your voice, for being able to do this. But here's the funny thing. She said her lawyer says she can go ahead and speak up now because um, the only way he can come back and sue her again is if he admits that he's not dead. Right? <laughs> and admits who he is. You mean he's not Arthur Knight? What? And, and I should, for you guys that are new here and probably don't know, this guy has faked his own death in the U.S. and moved to the U.K. and then got COVID. And while he was in a coma, he was identified as being on Interpol's uh, most wanted list because, you know, while he did fake his death in the U.S., no one actually believed he was dead. So now he's fighting extradition. He claims that he is an orphan from Ireland named Arthur Knight. Do you want to know something that we did not know that I think is super, super interesting? What? That lady that he's married to. Uh Uh-huh. He married her. And eight days later, he married her in the UK. Eight days later is when he his death was announced in the US. Oh, my God. Yeah. Or nine days. Nine days after their wedding is when he faked his death in the US. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, Hard to get married when you're dead, it turns out. Yeah. So, come on back, Nick. We can't wait. So... 
his, right? the decision about his extradition should be coming in June. So we're not too far from it now. It just yeah. takes a really long time. Part of his defense is that when he went into the hospital with COVID, he didn't have any of those tattoos. The hospital did it. Yeah. Yeah, that they tattooed him while he was on life support. Like, <laughs> Okay, honey. Okay, then. <laughs> just you, uh, sure that's what happened. You, you, you do you. Well, yeah. and uh, Rob Hedral asked if this was the the fake um, the picture, if it was the fake uh, rabbi who abused his adopted sons. No, that's Chaim Cohen, and I. That's funny that you mentioned him because I did a search on him today to see if there are any updates, and there aren't. He was arrested. That's all we know up to now. So there has not been. I've been thinking about that trash too. Oof. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, um, you want to. Let's just update West. I mean, there's not a lot to say. But... No. So the West, we did an episode yesterday. You probably saw it. Uh, but if you didn't, the this is the uh, Trezell and Jacqueline West case, um, Orrin and Orson West. This is the murder trial for these little boys. Uh, that is a murder trial without bodies. And the case went to the jury yesterday. Uh, no update today. So... No. Jury's still deliberating. We're as soon as we see that verdict come back, we'll jump on and do a quick uh, vid for you, so that you'll, yeah. you'll hear what's up with that. But we we have felt like this case has not had nearly enough attention, no. and so we're really happy that a lot of people have watched that video, like a lot, which is cool. <laughs> that video is beating some of our Valo videos, <laughs> which just generally doesn't happen. No. Yeah, so no. we we will keep you updated on West. I'm keeping a close eye on it. We, you know, we're we're really hoping for conviction here, but it's scary. This is a this is a, a pretty tenuous case mm -hmm. because the those babies have never been found, which is horrible and and so hard to understand. Yeah, where the hell are they? Yeah, where are these kids? <sighs> Wish I knew. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. as soon as we know, you will know. Yeah. So we're we know that really the jury, for good news. Yeah. We know the jury broke today around five and went home. Yeah. So they'll be back tomorrow. It this is scary. It's going to take some time. Mm -hmm. It's going to yeah. take some time because they don't have bodies. What they have is the statements of their children. You know, they tried to poke holes in that major. Lydia says, check Chad's yard. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they checked theirs, incidentally. Uh, they dug up their backyard not too long after they went missing. Yeah, they did. And then later came back with ground-penetrating radar. They checked that yard twice. Yeah, they did. They've checked the yard of where they lived before, too. No no dice. I was really hoping they'd be back today. It's making me really nervous as well, Colleen. Yeah. Really nervous. I know. I was hoping if, you know, if they didn't have a lot of deliberating, that it would be, you know, a guilty plea. Or a guilty, uh, what, what's the word I'm trying to say? Verdict. <laughs> verdict. verdict. Yeah. But yeah, they. this is going to take a while, so I don't know. Actually, yeah, Fran, we do think they ended up in the landfill. There is one uh, witness that saw Trezell with a cooler apparently returning from a landfill. And so... Mm -hmm. Do we think they were, these little boys were little, three and four. They were teeny tinies. And if they ended up in a landfill, we'll never find them. Not at yep. this point. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, did you see Paula's question? Do we think yeah. the prosecution would accept an Alfred plea from Chad Dabel? God, I hope not. I hope not, but I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, the, oh, my God. The, the victim's families would be so upset if they did that. But... They have already spent $7 million to get the first yeah. conviction. Now, well, Chad's not going to be that little expensive. Little County's dime. Yeah. And so if there's a plea, they are going to have to very seriously consider that. Because I think they would. I genuinely do. I suspect they would. Yeah. I mean, they made offers for pleas a long time ago that mm -hmm. never that clearly got turned down by both parties. Yeah. I think they were trying to get one of them to flip on the other, obviously, before Lori's trial. But at this point, yep. how could they dare go to trial? after? Lori's well, you know the prosecutor trial? wants 
to get him on death row. You know they do. And they wouldn't get him on death row with an Alfred Lee. Unlikely. But, I mean, I guess they could. But probably unlikely. It would probably take the death penalty off the table to to do a plea. But it would be just like Chad, though, wouldn't it? To offer an Alfred. I don't want to have to say I did anything wrong. Yeah. I really, really hope that he pleads guilty. Do we think Lori could serve her time in a state hospital instead of a state prison? No, absolutely not. She did not use a mental health defense. Mm -hmm. Her mental health has not come into this at all. It will come into the uh, um, pre-sentencing report Mm -hmm. that could be mitigating factors for for, um, sentence. But no, this case Mm -hmm. has not been about her mental health. They're not going to put her in a hospital. And to be honest, I don't think the judge, I don't think he's going to look at mental health, even in sentencing. And maybe they'll ask in in the, in the pre-sentencing report, maybe they'll ask Mm -hmm. for that. I don't think they'll give it to her at all. Mm -mm. No, no. I I feel like what we're going to hear from the judge is Lori has been too calculating. She's been too capable. She's been very capable of covering up her crimes, of lying about them. Yeah, she's been too good to really qualify for any kind of leniency due to mental health. Yeah, yeah, she has. Yeah, yeah, she. Yeah, no. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. What What would Chad's plea be for? It would be. Uh, it, it would be to save the state the cost of his trial. Frankly, mm-hmm. well, uh, if Chad... possibly in exchange for dropping the death penalty. Yeah. That's what it would be. They drop the death penalty and let him live out his days in prison. He'd still get the same sentences that uh, Lori does likely or similar. And that's that's where he will be, you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they do it in a heartbeat. Now, if an, mm-hmm. an Alfred plea, if you're not familiar with an Alfred plea, an Alfred plea means that what you're saying, not you're not saying you did it. Right. What you're saying is you acknowledge that the state has enough evidence to convict you. It's so kind of like never... the no contest plea in Crystal Smith. It's similar. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rambahedra says, I heard Lori has two sock puppet- puppets that she speaks to. We have not heard that in our from our jail source. Uh, but who knows what's going to happen now? Right. Do we, do we put a lot past her at this point? Mm-hmm. It would be amazing. You're right, Gaze Limbs. It would be amazing. For the families to not have to go through another trial. Right. I would love for Larry to not have to do this again. And Kay and Colby and all of them. I would really love for them to not have to do this again. Right. And the Summer thing that and Samantha. worries me is that Chad's ego and Pryor's ego amounts to a hell of a lot a of million. ego. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Now for our last case though tonight, let's talk about another bunch of big ass egos you guys uh remember this guy right here oh gross <laughs> oh look at him he still has his hair in that picture i know i was thinking that too i should have found a post uh you know headed to prison picture after they shaved his head because that was truly shocking uh alec murda back in court when will his he not be in court are the I mean... slimiest yeah Dick Harputlian and ugh, I can't say the other guy's name. He's just not that significant. But well, with a name like Dick Harputlian, it's hard to remember anything else for about 30 seconds after you say uh, it. It's kind of true. I mean, that's kind of where I get stuck. But you will not even with what they're trying to pull right now. Oh, it's so ridiculous. They are trying to say. This is about the Satterfield incident so if you know this case at all you know and if you don't i'll tell you uh part of what alex has already been convicted now on first degree murder charges for murdering his son and his wife but he has over a hundred fraud charges that have to do with financial crimes totaling many millions of dollars and one of the people that he swindled were the children of his housekeeper gloria satterfield died supposedly on their properties what they told the insurance is that she tripped over their dogs and fell down the stairs and died there's been a lot of questions about how gloria actually died and what really went on there yeah because this family is just dripping in bullshit 
And so you just don't know what's true and what isn't. But at any rate, after Gloria died, Alex sent her sons, her very poor sons that were getting evicted from their trailer house in the trailer Mm -hmm. park, uh, to and, and if you heard her son on the stand, my God, your heart oh, goes out to these kids. They so are not up for this at all. No. But uh, he sent them to a friend of his that's an attorney to help them to sue his to sue him to sue his insurance over her death. So they did, and many millions of dollars were paid out. Only he didn't tell them that. So he gave them a small portion of what the insurance paid out and kept the rest because that's the kind of shit he was doing. That's what most of his financial crimes basically add up to. Now his attorneys are arguing that he lied about that whole story. That's not how she died. She wasn't really on the clock and the boys didn't actually deserve any of that money and they should have to pay it all back. And he doesn't have to pay any more restitution to them because uh, it was all a lie in the first place. I mean, can Alec Murdoch get any more evil? Clearly, yeah. yes. But they're going to use him lying mm-hmm. about it as a reason to further victimize these boys? I hope a judge just laughs them out of the courtroom for that shit. Mm-hmm. Or maybe yep. throws a rock at him. That'd be great, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and so the Satterfields have fairly new attorneys, Eric Bland and, and one other that have really, uh, they're, they're going in hard and really representing these boys well. And basically mm. it looks like this is turning into a pissing match between them and Dick Harputlian and the other attorney. Basically it's just turning into a lot of freaking bullshit. Yeah. Harputlian, Harputlian is a lawmaker. I know. He's, for he's God's a congressman. Sake. Yeah. It's so gross. But also that would allow alec murdoch to benefit from his own damn crime yeah i mean come on these mm-hmm. people are such trash how can you even show your face in the state house after doing that it's horrible yeah it's awful yeah, does need to retire holy mm-hmm. crap but to think that these boys are being victimized again or potentially by Alec and his lies, it's just hard to even get your head around that right? this could be happening. It probably won't happen. It won't. They're but not it's do that. just so ugly. Well, and this is what you're thinking whining. about. When, right? Yeah. Like you're, you're sitting it's in retaliatory for yeah. murdering your wife and son and mm-hmm. all of this other shit you've done, thinking up ways to continue to victimize your victims. Mm-hmm. It's just retaliatory. God, well, disgusting. See, Basically, what happened is pretty a lot of the money, most of his money, went to these boys. And there's other, lots of other claims against the estate for all of the other crimes he committed. And also, his attorneys didn't get paid what they were, what they've been owed. They haven't been paid enough and there's not going to be enough money to pay them for upcoming uh, legal procedures because uh, the Satterfields are getting it all and it's not fair. Well, because he's trying to dip into his retirement and mm-hmm. the judge said no on that. Yeah. yeah. And yes, Fran, he does have the same judge. It's the same yes. judge for all of his cases. Yeah. Yeah. Christy says, who no, was a Rambi straight Hiddle up says, hero yeah, in the first in the, in the murder case. Yeah. Rambi Hiddle says, I always thought a Harputlian was a game bird. Is that true? I don't know. I do not know. I always thought it was, there's a really funny tampon story from an old friend of ours. Mm -hmm. It's sort of, anyway, (laughs) that's what I was thinking. She always called, uh, yeah, tampons, pooners or pooters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or harpoons or harpooters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I heard his name, that was all I could think about. Me too. (laughs) Uh, Yes, they stayed at a resort during the trial. They stayed at a, a wedding venue resort during Alex's trial that cost $20,000 a week and have the blatant nerve to complain that they haven't. And apparently they've been paid something around the lines of $78,000 already. My God. 
but it'll never be enough. Well, and they're so money hungry. Like they're just making up reasons to have to get paid for more stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing with the Satterfield case. That's oh. so gross. Oh, apparently Rhombohedral was joking. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. Yeah, they sat aside 600K for expenses. It's so Oh, no, gross. it is. A harpoolian is a very fat bird. Oh. Oh. You know, you are not in the U.S., though, Rhombohedral, right? Tell us where you're from. Maybe right, that's why I've that's never heard right. of that. Maybe so. Maybe so. Well. It's just beyond the pale to come after the, to do anything that would harm the Satterfield boys is beyond the pale. Right. It's just gross. It makes me so The other thing that's been happening is Stephen Smith's mother has been harassed online by some girl named Emily in London to the point that she has had to leave social media because she has been bullied so badly. Why? Because she had a GoFundMe to do, to be able to exhume Stephen's body and do a third party autopsy because everybody knows that Stephen Smith's death was very suspicious and that she has never gotten a straight answer about what happened to her son. So after the Murdoch conviction, a couple of YouTubers uh, or or, uh, true crimers who had been covering the case really closely, Mandy Matney and a couple others, convinced this darling woman, sweetest humblest lady sandy smith to do a gofundme and she did and she was trying to earn fifteen thousand dollars and she earned close to a hundred thousand dollars in it because everybody cares everybody Mm -hmm. cares well that's her money to do whatever she wants with her what she said was that she wanted to pay for the autopsy for stephen and then use that money to in, to do something in his name. He was a nursing student and they were very poor. And she said that he really, really struggled every semester to buy his books. So she thought she would probably use at least some of that money in part to help students buy their books. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with that? Nothing. That's so sweet. And a yeah. way to have a legacy for her poor son. Yeah. Yeah. But be- because of that, apparently, because someone is insane, this Emily of London account has harassed her and bullied her to the point that she's had to leave social media. What the hell You're is right, wrong with people? Who owns that account? Who is that? Is that Who, her exactly. team? <laughs> <laughs> I doubt he's that good with the internet, to be honest, but right. he probably has to help somebody else like silence and un silence his cell phone because he doesn't know how probably that's probably, probably his level of tech phone. skills but uh, truly who owns do they own account? moselle no moselle was sold now we don't know who bought it but moselle was sold the people they that bought on it moselle, not long after the death uh, after the end of that trial well they couldn't move in until the trial settled and so they yeah. had purchased it already and were just waiting to finally finish it and be able to move in because you know the last nail in the coffin for murdoch was taking the the uh, jury to his house, which is what the defense insisted on. Yeah. And a lot of the jurors afterwards were like, yep, that's what convinced me. <laughs> it was a really badly calculated move mm-hmm. on the defense's part. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Emily does need to mind her own business and butt out. Mm-hmm. And leave Sandy Smith alone. My God, has she not been through enough? Right. Ugh. Trash. she is the sweetest lady. Sweetest lady. She just doesn't deserve this in any way whatsoever. No, not at all. Yeah. But that's what's up. Oh, somebody asked us about the Oklahoma case, the the sleepover murders. Yes, we are definitely covering that. Yeah. We have a big uh, story coming up on that next week. We do. It is on our... We're trying to catch up. So many things happened during the Vallow trial. It was insane. I'm trying mm-hmm. to catch up on it. But that, yeah, Jesse, uh, what's his na- name? Anyway. Yeah. Horrible human that he was. Yeah. yeah we'll be covering but that. Yes. Sure. That is absolutely on our uh, on our radar for sure. Yep. Yep. So that's uh, that's it. That's what we've got. So. When the West verdict comes out, we will do a live. 
and yeah. share it and talk about it. It's yeah. a little bit hard with California. Uh, they are live streaming the audio, but we can't stream that to you guys or we'll no. go to jail because that's California law. Yeah. So we can listen to it. We can send out the link via YouTube or via, via like Facebook and Twitter. And we probably will once uh, we know that the verdict is in. Uh, if we get prior notice, I mean, unfortunately yeah. in this case, there's just not, there's not nearly the information coming out, you no, know, and there was following the one particular news station that's following it closely in Bakersfield, mm -hmm. but yeah, there's not that much, which is yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Unfortunately, we do have an announcement to make though. Oh, about the uh, cold read party. Yeah. Yeah. Go. The floor is yours. All right. So the cold read party is tonight, right after this show, probably 15 it's, it's minute at 830. It's scheduled it's at 830 yeah. Mountain. Uh, we will be doing that tonight. And then we are ending the cold read party and beginning something new. So mm -hmm. what we're going to do is we are going to, instead of the cold read party, which we've been doing, we're going to do a monthly watch party where we won't be streaming a show because we can't do that legally. But what we will be doing is putting out in advance, this is what streaming services is on, this is what episode it is. And so then we'll be on for an hour and we will stream an episode with the live stream up as well so that we can chat. And so we're going to do a, um, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Gosh, I'm tired, can you tell? Um, like a, like a watch party. We're going to do a watch yeah. party on various, like an episode from a true crime show or a documentary. And, and we'll, we'll, so we'll do a watch party. Yep. We want to try that for a while. We like to switch it up from time to time. The cold read party has been really fun, but we're kind of ready to be done with it and do something mm -hmm. different. So that's what our, um, our four ninety nine subscription is going to change to, um, mm -hmm. for YouTube. So we won't be canceling that. We'll just be changing it. And uh, we hope to have more of you on there. It's going to be really fun. So we'll be starting that next month. So tonight will be just the regular cold read party. Mm -hmm. Yeah, cat sort of, but we won't be actually, we won't be um, like live streaming the show itself. You will watch no. that at home and then you can have the live stream up as well so that we can chat and talk about whatever the case is and laugh at somebody's yeah. hair or whatever, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad, Halo, that you've loved the cold read party. That's awesome. I appreciate that you have. We just like to mix things up. We've got some other new things coming we do. that are going to be really fun, and we'll tell mm -hmm. you about those soon. But, yeah, we, we like to mix things up a bit from time to time, and we're going to be throwing something new in here pretty soon. We think you guys are going to really enjoy. So We do. That's Indeed. all I'm going to say for now. That's a secret. Mm -hmm. So keep an eye on us. As always. <laughs> Well, we will be back for those of you that do uh, subscribe. And if you want to subscribe, you just go over to our YouTube channel and join our membership. It's $5 a month. Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. So we will uh, be, that's what we'll do. So we'll be back here in 15 minutes for that. Uh, thank you guys so much for being here again. Watch mm -hmm. for hopefully tomorrow. Hopefully tomorrow there'll be a verdict in the West case. I Please God, so. let it be a conviction. I worry about a Hungary. I really do. I know. Me too. Me too. This is a really hard one. So yes. other than that, we'll just keep an eye on stuff. I know like you guys are too. So please like, share, comment. Thanks so much for being here. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Bye, everybody.